We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. All right, you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room. Get the fuck out of that room. Because if you're smart in your own intelligence, you're going to have I don't care if you're Einstein, right? You're the toughest, smartest thing to change. Things change. So what made you smart before, not going to make you smart now. Even if your parents are smart. You got them through life, might not get through you through life. Things change. So you always have to have diversity. So I have somebody who's a lot smarter, a lot tougher than I am. Miss Melissa. How are you feeling tonight, Miss Melissa? I'm feeling good. Um ready for week twelve already. Um ready. crazy how fast it's going. Um yeah. I'm I'm excited for this. As always. <laughs> yes, it is always uh, exciting, especially mm -hmm. with us. 59% you could live in Vegas, you're considered sharp. I'm going to figure out the math as we talk here. Mm -hmm. We're that. So, female CEOs make uh, 43% more than than others, diverse companies make 42% more cash flow. Remember, revenue is bullshit. What's important is free cash flow. In diversity, you make 46%. People get it wrong. They think it's race. They think it is uh, gender. They think it's disability. No, it's being pragmatic. You need to do business anyways. And here, right? Uh, I'm old. Melissa's young. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm Hispanic. She's funny. She's female, bringing the female perspective. Female perspective is undefeated. So think a lot about diversity in business. And that's why this podcast, we probably have the highest uh, percentage, winning percentage pick of any sports betting podcast. And we're the only one that picks every game and the only one that's transparent. And we give you uh, transparency, the and, and we're also the only podcast that admits they are wrong. I have a whole podcast, the Hawthorne Effect, and a really good one that'll be out there, where I admit where I'm wrong, and I really feel the pain, the humiliation, shame of being wrong, right? So I learn from my mistakes and not do it. Get out of any rigid thinking. Right? So we give you a lot, just a lot, than just picks. So what's the first mm -hmm. game we're going to look at? Uh, the Packers and the Lions. Packers and the Lions. All right. So, those people out there, they're meeting new people, going to Thanksgiving, and they're watching the games. We're going to make you smart. We're going to make you look good, especially for betting on the games. Oh, I'm not just eating, watching football. I'm making money with football. So, we'll give you some insight to give maybe your future in laws or to maybe the new people you're meeting. Uh, the Packers beat the Steelers last week. Um, 
Hold on, let me. I think I have. I'm thinking. I know the Packers won last time. Steelers played the Browns, so it was the same type of game. The Packers were in the same type of game. I know they beat the Rams coming off the bye. Mm. Uh, you got Lafleur, who was a disciple of Andy Reid. He's in that Andy Reid mafia. And what they do is they wait for other teams to make mistakes. Uh, their coordinator, defensive coordinator, is Joe Barry. Joe Barry is married to Monty Kiffin's daughter. You know, Monty Kiffin from the Tampa 2, Tony Dundrum, Dungy Mafia. All right. So, the Packers last week, that's what, that's what I said, man. They beat Melissa's LA Chargers. Same oh, yeah. type of game as the, the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, late possession game. And Basically, it boils down to defensive line. So, the Packers and basically every team in the NFL is doing the same thing, right? Name and the faces change, but the story is still the same. Everybody's playing zone, and who has the energy to rush the ball? So, the Packers had more energy than the Greek Mafia LA Chargers offensive line. They don't pay for backups. And they got tore up, and poor Justin Herbert did not have a chance. Okay. So now they're going against Jared Goff. Jared Goff, given his resiliency, right? Cal, he got into a bowl after they sucked. The Rams suck. He gets into the Super Bowl. But of course, we know he's not the brightest star in the world. During Hard Knocks, he said that the sun, sun sets in the east and rises in the west, right? But no, it's the mm-hmm. opposite. <laughs> but Ben Johnson is smart. He designed an offense that he can digest. In communications with the receivers, and we talk a lot about Armand St. Brown. Yeah, he uh, in golf go to the high school where our friend Adrian Rob makes us a lot of money with Detroit Lions games, right? But to up there in Newport Beach, so they have synergy. So you'll see that a lot. You'll see uh, during that game, you'll see uh, a story done of his dad who used to play in the NFL. So the Lions are hot, but they're not going to cover the spread. I like give me I'm going to buy the half point. Give me the Packers plus the eight. And I don't like Agent Hunter said he's a great player. He's a phenomenal athlete. He's got a great family. Dad used to be in the NFL. And his sisters win beauty pageants. Mom is a beauty pageant winner. He's got it all done. But he's doing too many commercials, and he's not getting after it the way he should be. And I like this to go under 46. It's a division game. Let me check one more thing. They did play earlier. And the Packers lost. So revenge game theory. Whenever I go against revenge game theory, I lose. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go with the Packers plus the eight, under 46. What do you think of this? Um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm a little conflicted now. Um, you know, hearing your side of it, I um don't think the Packers are gonna win, so I I think it's gonna Lions money line for sure. Um, I agree with the under forty six. I'm debating on changing though to the Packers. No, the Packers money line doesn't necessarily make sense. It's gonna be just minus over minus two fifty. It doesn't make sense. Like yeah, it's minus four hundred. 
Let me see. So you decide between the, the side, which is eight, which is oh. a touchdown. So Vegas mm -hmm. is telling you that they like the Packers. So they're giving themselves a half point. I give myself another point. So I call this game uh, in business Vegas. Mm -hmm. First game, uh, people who don't have family. And I've been there, right? Uh, I did a podcast, uh, not a podcast, a motivational Monday, and I've been on both sides. I've had Thanksgivings and holidays with family and food or whatever, and I've had Thanksgivings where I've been at a job or at a bar <laughs> by myself. <laughs> um, somewhere in the middle. But for those people who are betting at the casino or there's couples and the kids are well and blah, 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 and you know, they're skipping Thanksgiving, they'll do Christmas because they're calling all the gifts and they're at the casino. What are they doing? They're betting favorites and they're betting uh, the over. So I'm going to go opposite on both. And the other part of it is tradition. Some people ask their religion because the Lions play every single Thanksgiving. Bet the Lions no matter what. And I'm getting more than a touchdown. Right? Mm -hmm. so we'll call that consensus. We'll call the Packers plus the eight. But Melissa and I both agree on the end of 47. Yes. Next game we're going to look at. The Commanders and the Cowboys. The Lord Commanders. All right. So what do you think about this? This is where Melissa comes in because female intuition is undefeated. The Cowboys are now at plus 14. So double digit dogs in the division cover eighty percent of the time. Two and zero last week. I mean, I tried to play around with it last week, saying, "Okay, it's at twenty percent where the double digit dog in the division is not covered," and I picked the wrong one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we know one of these we're going to cover, and one is not. Yes. So the two games we're going to look at it's going to be Friday, which is a weird game, the Amazon mm -hmm. game. Where they give you a deal during the commercial so you can click on it. Genius business. Uh, buy that Amazon stock so we get to buy it and hold it forever. Uh, Jets plus a 10, then the Commanders plus 14. Two double digit dogs in the division. We know for sure what it's going to cover. And then there's another one too the Raiders. Yes. The Raiders of the Raiders. So that's yes. two out of three that are covered. I like the Raiders covering the plus 10. Guard. Yeah. Okay. So, out of these two games, the Commanders plus fourteen against the boys, and then uh, the Jets plus ten versus Miami. Jets are at home, right? Mm -hmm. So, what do you think about some intuition for um, Hmm. Yeah, I um I'm looking at it real quick. So I'm gonna look at it. Have they played? That'll decide for us. But no, they play again. They have they haven't played this first game they played. And the Lord Commander, right? They're going to that mm -hmm. swoon. I've been in Vegas thousand dollars that they would not win nine games <laughs> right now they're four and seven so i want a long losing streak here uh, 
they've lost two in a row. Seattle, the game they probably should have won. Uh, 31-19. Remember, when this goes south, you got Benelli. It's a white mm-hmm. meter. What does that mean? Lack of emotional control. And what we do on this podcast is we give you mental health first aid kits. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're doing this as an investment. We're not impulsive gamblers. Not people people who have uh, impulse control issues. That if you have impulse control, impulse control issues, you also have problems with drugs and money and something else. But if you don't mm-hmm. have it, you look at things rational, take emotion out, you're in good shape. So, Benami can't do that, right? He's beating up meaner maids, he's beating up his wives, his girlfriends, he's beating up uh, women who take tickets at parking lots. So he lacks emotional control. His players already have complained about him. Yeah. yeah it's covered. <laughs> they covered against the Giants, and I think they have a special defense. So, mm-hmm. what do you think, Melissa? Yeah, I definitely have mixed feelings about this game. Um, Let me look at my stats real quick. I went with... But 14, uh, I think it's just too many points. Yeah. But I thought that was the Giants, and they killed the Giants. And in, in, uh, Dallas has special talent. Yeah. I, um... My chart that I created, um... The Commanders actually outperformed the Cowboys in Week 11 um, with their stats. But I went with the Cowboys on this one because I feel like that they're not going to um, they're not going to do that again. I feel like the Cowboys might hold them over and keep them from yeah, covering. Gonna, yeah, I'm, I talked myself into the Cowboys. So I'm going to go Cowboys mm-hmm. minus 13. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the double digit dog in the division that does not cover. Mm-hmm. So let's go Dallas minus 13. Under 48, because Dallas has superior defense and lower commanders, Sam Howell. Rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. He's great in college. He is doing well. I think might be some false hope for Washington. Mm-hmm. The lower commanders. And then, uh, by de- by the time this game comes on, most likely I'll be completely drunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> we'll message each other shit, right? Drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 49ers going to the 12th man in Seattle. Seattle coming off a loss, it doesn't matter. I mean, because marginal utility gets overblown when their players missing. The backup, especially in one game situation, not going to be that big a deal unless the player missing is a Tom Brady or somebody huge. For the most part, it doesn't matter. They're all professional. They all practice. They have an office. They have coaches. <laughs> they have a lot of support to do well. So Charbonnet is just as good as Kenneth Walker in this situation. Man, I'm torn in this game. 49ers have been lights out. 
Mm-hmm. You're looking good. Pretty is perfect. He's amazing. And Seattle tends to wear down as the season goes along. Bad loss to the Rams last week. So what do I do in this? Do I do what the Bernard Wolfman told me? You guys could look how he is. He's going to a restaurant. Independently wealthy investor. He said, Josh, look in your eyes. So when I look in my eyes, I see Seattle wearing down, losing to the Rams and playing a hot San Francisco team. So I would go six six or minus seven, under forty two. I don't think the Seahawks would be able to score on What do you think? Um, I agree. I think I'm gonna go with the under on this one. Um I originally had it as um over. But yeah, I think I'm gonna listen to you on this one and change that around. And then I also have 49ers on the money line for a three-way. For a three-way. Their well, their money line right now is minus three twenty-five. Yeah, you never want to go minus two fifty. Yeah. So what you might want to do is maybe buy the point. Let us yeah. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Minus six 49ers to get it off that key number. Good idea. So 49ers minus six under 42. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. What's the next uh, game we're going to look at? Melissa? The Dolphins and the Jets. Dolphins and the Jets. I heard a statistic today. Where the Friday, Pac-12, Friday, the home team is 106. <laughs> home teams on Thursday and Friday night cover about 80% of the time. Double-digit dogs in the division cover 80% of the time. The Jets have Tim Boyle playing. <laughs> now, that's the thing. We got to get Melissa ready to go. Melissa has a stronger arm, moves around better, and is smarter than Tim Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Miami, they did it twice. And, the, you know, one time they didn't cover for me, this time they did. Um, mm-hmm. Miami's like 80%, right? Second half lines. Mm-hmm. But it makes you feel that the other team can't score on them. McDaniels turns off the offense. He doesn't want his offense on film. He turns off the offense. That's why he only scored six points against the Raiders in the second half. And the year before against the Steelers, he did the same. He scored zero points in the second half. You're talking about a high-powered offense, one of the best offense in the NFL. He's strategic. He's from Harvard. Salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. Higher-level thinking is long-term thinking. Obviously, when you go to Harvard, you build this hard work and so you're a long-term thinking guy. Hey, coach, mm-hmm. right? At a young age. So I think he knows he doesn't have to do much against the Jets. So maybe they'll win 10, 10 to 3. So give me the Jets plus the 10 points under 40 points. What do you think, Melissa? Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm conflicted on this one. Um, I agree with the under forty under forty one. This is this is one of the double digit ones where I was a little 
Yeah, so don't I, uh, dog, Rocky. Yeah, so yeah, we'll make this concise because the don't get your dog in this division. It's almost mm-hmm. like the home dog in Monday Night Football, which has been like uh, I think seven and two, close to eighty percent. And one of them who didn't hit was the Jets. <laughs> right? Of course, of course, so, so bad. They have actually they're they're just a one sided team. Defense is legit. Mm-hmm. Their offense, they have a receiver, and that's it. The offensive line sucks. Running backs are mediocre, and they have no quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll, um, they're embarrassed. These are professionals. And the one thing that why analytics will never work in football is, you know, robots will never get to a certain level is because you can't put emotion into a robot. You can't put emotion into analytics. Emotional standpoint, I don't lose the streak. Give me the Jets to cover. They'll still lose. Yes. Like uh, Miami to uh, to win the game, to win the actual game. But the Jets are going to cover the 10 points. It's going to be under 41 because Jets are really good on defense. Mm-hmm. And they suck on offense. And that's the other thing. When you suck as an offensive lineman, the one thing you can do is run. Because all you do is get mad and hit someone. <laughs> When you're bad at pass blocking techniques and athletes, so they're going to run a lot. They have to. They have to keep that high power. Why? Tyree Kill. They got to keep them on the sideline. So they're going to run, run, run the clock. Keep this game under. When it's a game like that, what it means to us is under. So the average of an NFL game is 45. This game is priced at 41. But since the Jets are sympathetic and have to play a certain style to win, this game is going to go under. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to go under. Yeah. So we'll make that consensus. Jets plus a 10 under 40. What's the next game for this game? Um, the Jaguars and the Texans. The Jaguars and the Texans. Uh, last week, only two home teams lost. Mm-hmm. That usually happens during time of war. We're at World War III. Uh, I don't know if people want to. I mean, legally, we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, some guy, his car blew up at the Niagara Falls Bridge and thought it was a terrorist attack. So mentally, we are at, you know, it's just an idiot guy. But mentally, that's the first thing that came to my mind, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, you're on high alert, as you should. <laughs> so the that's NFL that. wants home teams to win, including the Texans. So give me the Texans plus the one. And again, you got to watch your emotions, right? I'm pulling oh, for CJ Stroud. Breaks my heart. His dad's in jail. I don't know what his dad did, but he must have been too dead because he's lobbying for his dad. His dad's living among roaches and rats in jail in Mississippi. You know, and this guy comes out of nowhere. And um, when my mom died, that was a mess for the year. I couldn't do anything. But this mm-hmm. guy made something of himself. Uh, he's doing well. So I can't take my emotions out of it because I am cheering for him. Taking my emotions out, he's been lights out. He's been a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence lights out. One of those guys that fell forward. God bless him. Uh, but again, a cheap owned franchise is 80% of the houses in Jacksonville and Trent Parks. They don't have time to go to the games, the money to go to the games. That's why they play two games in England. They don't have backups. It's getting later on in the season. Giving the Texans plus one under 47. 
Yeah, I I agree. Um, I'm also gonna get them on the um the money line. Um, right now it's at plus one oh two. Plus one oh two. You're gonna do yeah. that as well. You gotta look at the plus one. What number that's giving you? Mm -hmm. Money line, or you can do both, because if they push, right? Yes. Or lose by one. You know, mm -hmm. now you get the under. 52.5% break even, so two out of three is 66%. You made profit, and that's the point mm -hmm. to make profit. Right now, we're 10, 0, and 1, which is phenomenal. Okay, mm -hmm. more than the 20% uh, luck factor, right? Right, right. <laughs> and it's because of the rigid thinking in the <laughs> mafia families, you're bending the same game over and over again. So you gotta mm. learn at some point, right? You learn from our mistakes. Yes. We'll podcast dedicated to that. All right. What's the next game we're gonna look at, Melissa? Um, the Bucks and the Colts. Bucks and the Colts. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have two cheap franchises, two cheap family-owned franchises, and. Uh, it seemed like Earthy was high the other day, uh, tweeting. <laughs> I was gonna send it to you. I was like, "What the dude? <laughs> the owner, you know, caught with a a hooker, a pound of cocaine. Why do you need a pound of cocaine?" It's like, "Whoa!" Uh, I will never understand that. <laughs> no, no, you might be getting ripped off there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Better cut up or whatever that you need a pound. pills. Tonight would be in jail. He's free, but he owns his team. He has no money for backup. So the later they go on in the season, the more problems they get into. Garner Minshew mm -hmm. better than Anthony Richardson. Should have won the Heisman Trophy at Washington State. They're at home against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been awful this year. Big Mayfield been okay. It's just that the NFL is so mediocre to make Baker Mayfield look good. So I, I'll go with the Colts at home under the 42 because he's, I'm going to buy the half point and make it 43. Both offenses are mm. not good and the Colts have to play like a running game keep the uh, defense off the field because they don't have any back. Mm -hmm. they, their strength of their defense is their defense, even though they haven't shown it. They, they, they've given up a lot of points. Tampa Bay's a complete mess. Give me the Colts minus one under 43. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, that's exactly what I have. Um, Bucks suck. It's my first thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I agree with that all the way. All right. So, next game we're going to look at. That is going to be the another crappy team, Patriots and the Giants. <laughs> Patriots and the Giants. So the Hawthorne effect going through how they get these games from. And both times I mentioned that I did not measure how bad Bill Belichick is as a general manager, how horrible the talent is on this team. It's like really bad because every single team has four built-in holes. Most NFL teams are either 
but it's always on the margins. And him, be commercial control freak, got cognitive decline. The man's in his seventies, but he only has a twenty percent record without Tom Brady as his quarterback. When he was a coach at Cleveland, being just Brady days, and then uh, the Drew Bledsoe days in New England. So Tom Brady comes in, and his percentage is high. Tom Brady leaves, his percentage low. He's going against probably the best organized, best coach because he's younger than fat ass Andy Reid. Debo is <laughs> part of both mafia families. He won a national title at Alabama with Satan, and then he coached with Andy Reid, mentored by Andy Reid, and then he coached with McDermott. Andy Reid's disciple tries to be Andy Reid with the Bills. So he always, when you got equal talent, he, he comes close, right? But there's so much he can do running a plus one offense. Daniel Jones is not there. Danny DeVito is <laughs> your starting quarterback. And man, Belgie has a grudge against the Giants. And anything he has a grudge against, him, he always beats. Look at the Jazz. So I'm going to have to go with the Pats on the money line in this game because of his grudge, his success. It's only team that he probably game planned all summer long. He knows everything there is to know about the Giants, and the Giants are depleted. The Mara family cares more about Rooney Mara's movie career than they care about the fans. It was a small, watered-down Pepsi, right? So, uh, I like the Giants plus the four points. The Pats on the money. I might get, I really feel good about getting all three sides of this bat. Mm-hmm. Ian's going to go over 34 because it's way, way too low. 34 points is just way too low because these, these guys need special team stuff to, to get it over. And uh, let's see, uh, the Pats have only been over 17 points once this year, but they can't score 17 points. I think the Giants have scored 17, so it's probably going to be 2017, which is 37, which will give me all three sides of this bet. Okay, so give me New York Giants plus four points. Pats on the money line. Let's see what that money line is for the Pats. Seven times Super Bowl winning coach. Horrible control freak. So minus 170. That's not bad. Minus mm-hmm. 170. What are you taking, Wes? Yeah. Know, all right. Great brother and family. Pats fans. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, my, uh, my brother, my dad, huge Pats fans. They go crazy over these games. Um, super emotional with it, but um, yeah, I I I agree all three ways. It's exactly what I was gonna do and am going to do. Um, for my betting. Yes. I feel I, yeah, like you. I feel really good about it. So. Yeah, I feel really good about it. Okay, yeah. So, okay. What's What's your opinion worth? What our opinion worth? Haven't done the complete math, but right now we're over seventy thousand dollars in winning. Winning a thousand dollars a game, winning a thousand. Mm-hmm. The opinion we just gave you, Giants, literally worth value wise, seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That plus a pretty good 
you still have to pay taxes moving it around. It's a pain for the new laws. But something is better than nothing. Yes. All right. What's the next thing we can look at? Um, one that you can fall asleep to, um, the Panthers and the Titans. <laughs> right, so everybody can't sleep now, right? Every, you know, especially like it's real. There's even monster coffee. Nobody's sleeping. Yeah. If you record this game, right, and you start watching it, I almost guarantee you will fall asleep in the middle. Of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally going to do that. Thank you for noting that. I am going to record that game. And I might save on some gummy. Hot gummies. Right. <laughs> Just watch this. Uh, run, run, run. Pants are seven three. Pants are like one and nine. Yeah. Rainbow's, you know, and this is something I'll have. Um, Melissa, help me, especially during bowl season. Right? Uh, it says it in the Bible. I'm not a preacher like my dad, but he is. You can't serve two masters. So Rainbow is focused on moving back to Boston. Becoming the head coach of the Pat of Patriots, can he remember the time to our family-owned team by the Adams? They fired the general manager because they didn't want to pay him. Grable said he would do it for free. There's just too many, too many jobs, and as a business consultant, first thing I do with the owner when they, you come in there, I I I do job titles. I still have a manager doesn't do 15 jobs. And they're like, Josh, you're telling me not, I can't do this? No, I'm not telling you anything. I'm just identifying the fact that you're doing 15 jobs. One guy that I was working with, he's, you know, $30 million liquid. Assets, if you want it. He's his own bank, and he's still doing 15 jobs at the company. You could do it. It's good for your brother home, but you're not going to be as efficient. At that point, he wants to be competitive with other firms. He doesn't worry about money. He worries about being the other firms. Well, Again, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, get out of that room, get somebody smarter. I digress. Uh, he's a general manager and a coach. Too many jobs. See people or not. See people say crazy things in news conferences. So to that end, uh, Panthers, full-on analytics team. They said they were going to get away from it. They're back in it. Tepper retired $3 billion. She took $2 billion about the Carolina, Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Remember, English is my second language. I'm actually doing this very well. But sometimes it pops out, like St. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so $2 billion for Carolina, $1 billion for himself. He makes himself the owner, the president. Now he made himself the general manager. He's also the head of scouting and doing analytics, doing his own... Uh, Math for the salary cap. He's one and nine, right? Because uh, there's different types of it. Good. Einstein was great at math, but he was horrible social. We all know the type. We all know everything they touch in gold in business. But they've been married four or five times. Their personal life. It's a complete mess. Anyway, so there's different types of intelligence. Socially, that guy's retarded. Business wise, he's a billionaire. So. <laughs> To that end, that all leads us that Brable is going to cover the forms. Got to cover your ass at the money line because this is a dysfunctional team. That's 180. And again, I talk about Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. I'm just going to talk about that. You know, the 
the family member that says, hey, don't worry about the ham. I know you guys got the turkey, but don't worry about the ham. I watched on TikTok how to do a glazed ham. It's going to be so good. Now I'm going to bring it. And you have, you know, and I got it. Got my hundred bucks ready to give him a hundred bucks. I'm going to ask to borrow hundred bucks. I'm just going to give it to him. And I know the, 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 ham, the ham isn't going to get there. What's going to happen is you're going to have a story how the ham burnt and how they stopped at the grocery store and brought cupcakes. Brought cupcakes. Instead, stale cupcakes or whatever. Stale yeah, cupcakes. Yeah. Right. They are going to show up. They are going to eat. They are going to ask for the hundred bucks. Uh, but the glazed ham is not going to get there. So <laughs> the minus four, ugh, I'll bet it. But because it is Bravel, he's eighty percent against the spread, seventy percent against the spread coming into this year. Won us a lot of money winning a playoff game at the Andy Reid Mafia family. Won a uh, playoff game at the Belichick Mafia family is basically part of. So he'll win the game. So it's minus one eighty, under thirty seven, two pathetic offenses. What do you think, Melissa? I couldn't agree more. Yes. Again, we're agreeing. <laughs> we are agreeing. That means worth of $70,000, 62% against the spread in college. We're doing good. And a uh, big weekend for college. And then the bowl season. We're, we've been 70% the bowl season in the last three years. And with Melissa, we look to get even higher. Melissa's always just a little bit better than us. First week, I was 10 and 1. She was 11. <laughs> 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 a lot of money to be made. Right? And look at oh, Twitter yes. for a contrast. And Melissa's going to be doing the NBA after the NFL. So, right. so the next thing we're going to look at, Melissa. Um, the Steelers and the Bengals. Steelers and the Bengals. So there's two ways of investing. Technical analysis, fundamental analysis. We talked about Dan Tepper before. He's technical analysis. Nobody's ever gotten rich doing that. People have gotten rich with fundamental analysis, and a big part of fundamental analysis is who's running the show, who's the corporate governors. So that's why we talk a lot about players and the coaches. Steelers, Tomlin, Super Bowl with coach. He fires his coordinator. Uh, going against the Bengals, and the Bengals have weak ass, weak arm, weak ass arm, Jake Brown. Smart guy from a, another. NFL starting quarterback, and Melissa has a stronger arm than <laughs> Yeah, I have a stronger arm than Jake Brown. Again, family-owned cheap teams of Browns against Steelers, against the uh, Rooney family, who are the same, right? Except for the Rooney family, they made their money through horse race. And who controls horse racing? The Mafia. <laughs> and when people are getting rid of racetracks, they're buying racetracks. Right? For money laundering purposes, bro. Uh, anyway, I digress. They don't pay for backups. Uh, cheap team, but Tomlin won the Super Bowl with them. The Bengals are hurting. Uh, see with your eyes. They, they struggle early in the season. They have the worst offensive line of football. Joe Burrow got rid of the ball quick. He has an insane quick delivery. Uh, but chickens are going to come home to roost. Steelers can get after it in defensive line with uh, TJ Watt and company. Teams with great defensive lines have been winning games. So I'm going to do my own, learn from my mistakes, see with my eyes, and give me the Steelers. Plus the one, 
Over 35? It has to be over. The average score of an NFL game is 45 points. This is 35, and then Steelers with a new coordinator has to show something, has some sort of idea how to score. And uh, Zach Taylor. It's a great offense. He'll figure out how to score someone on the Steelers, but I, I like the Steelers to win. Give me plus and one over 35. What do you think? Um, sorry if you hear screaming in the background. <laughs> a lot happening. Chaos downstairs. Yes, it's the holidays. <laughs> Family, yes. Family's together right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, where were we? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree. Story in the in the other room. <laughs> yeah. So I agree. Um, Steelers plus one. Um, over thirty five. Um, that's what I I think. Um, I feel like whatever his face is on Bengals, he's um he's forgettable. That's what he is right now. <laughs> yeah, so for uh. Uh, Jake Browning has a weak arm, smart weak arm, to give us a Steeler plus one over 35. What's the next mm-hmm. one? The Saints and the Falcons. Saints and the Falcons. Uh, Desmond Ritter's never been good. He was never good in high school. He's never good in college. And suddenly, uh, he's in the NFL with a cheap team that's uh, a gold digger trust. She married Arthur Blank. She was young. She was super old. He got taken, and now her lawyers are taking his money. They have a team and they trust. All people manage trust. And they dealt with them for a living. They do not like us. They are not paying for that. And that's why the Falcons have to play a certain style, and they get depleted as the season goes along. Lucky for them, they're playing the Saints. Same thing is happening. The gold digger, and so this is going to be the battle of the gold diggers here. Uh, the, the, the gold digger for the Saints is Lori Benson, who at advanced age still looks pretty good. Uh, they're going to the Falcons. Saints have a backup, too. I think Carr is hurt. And, uh, you know, Carr is always questionable, anyways. Uh, you know, the whole Tyson Hill thing, they have to run it. Both teams are going to run it to death, so it's going to be under 43. A lot of unders. Uh, this week, uh, but the Falcons are at home at the Mercedes Dome, and then about two blocks away from the Mercedes Dome is the Mercedes dealership owned by Nick Satan Bill Belichick. But I digress. So give me the Falcons minus one under forty-three. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Um, that's exactly what I'm going for. Yet again, looks like we are um in quite the agreement this week. <laughs> it's funny, right? Sometimes yes. my mind sometimes to that shit. This is mine, but we both have done our research. We have resources to do. Yes. We've also been sitting on Sunday watching all the games. Yes. <laughs> yep. I do not burn a lot of calories on Sunday because my <laughs> butt is sitting the whole time. <laughs> so I have the Peloton in the in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, Falcons minus one under forty three. They're playing the Rams. Rams big win against the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to be beat up playing uh, the Seahawks. Um, Kyler Murray 
basically a high school quarterback, but he's running that same offense uh, that Jalen Hurts ran. And they both had the same college coach, Lincoln Riley. We can't see if they played before this season. And they did. They lost 26-9 against the Rams. So this is a revenge game situation for them at home. They mm-hmm. have to give those home fans some hope. Rams, Stafford is old. Rams have a cheap owner. The owner of Walmart is cheap. <laughs> he did enough to win the title. Now he doesn't care. Give me the Arizona Cardinals plus one on your 47. Yeah. Nice. Again, that's <laughs> beautiful. It's perfect. <laughs> nice. nice. And we don't look at it beforehand, really. We disagreed a lot. We disagreed 10 times last week or the week before. Yeah. <laughs> so the audience wins because the audience got a winner each time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next game we can look at? What's up? The Browns and the Broncos. Another one that you can sleep to. Browns and the Broncos. A lot of running. Uh, Broncos have, they're on a winning streak now, right? And talk about Richard, yeah. Super Bowl winning coach Sean Payton's won Super Bowl, making nine millions a year. So you can't argue with him. Mm-hmm. He plays the six weeks of the season, and then he starts game planning afterwards. They have probably the bit, one of the better defensive coordinators in the league against Joseph. And he's done some tweaks on that defense, and they're shutting everybody down. I had a lot of confidence with them uh, against Minnesota late, watching the game. And a lot of this has been off. That's why we don't parlay. Because you always uh, – we use the arbitrage where you bet 10 or more games. <coughs> and then finance, where you invest in 10 or more stocks in a certain genre. It's because you're taking advantage of market inefficiency, which Melissa and I do. We look at the, what the line comes out as, what the line is, and how we feel it's going to change. And it's a market inefficiency for us that we're identified at different mafias, different uh, coaching trees that are all thinking the same, pick the same players, they train the same way, right? So we get ahead of that. What? For money. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. That's Sean Payne. He's part of the Bella Cheat Mafia, who the godfather is Bill Parcells. The Giants. Uh, Browns, Stefanoski, they're sort of, Haslam is, should be in jail. He probably might end up in jail, the owner of the Browns. Uh, so they're cheap and they're very much into analytics. They have Callahan, though, who's the offensive uh Line coach who always makes the playoffs. He knows how to coach offensive lines. That's why the Browns are doing good because of him. His son, Brian Callahan, is the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals. So all these people know each other. They're all part of the mafia. They all hire each other. Uh, Broncos have the highest winning percentage at home in history in the altitude. And I got the second half line. I like DTR, but they're not going to let him do a lot. So in altitude, cheap team. I'm going to go with the Broncos on the money. Change my pick. Just analyze it again. So this is a dynamic podcast. We do so much research. When things come together in your mind, it tips a scale from the pros to the cons. 
So give me the Broncos. Broncos lost their first three games at home. So what we're looking at is a return to the mean, another tool we use in picking games. The guy from uh, Jeopardy, Jeopardy, the the highest winner, all-time winner in Jeopardy, he all he does supposedly he's a professional sports better. And all he does is return to the mean. There's a lot of different philosophies out there. We use them all. <laughs> and we yeah. apply the tool we know to a certain game. So this one is return to the mean. And the fact that the Brock the, the Browns do not have an offense. Sean Watson hurt. Right. So that means they have to run it. They have a rookie quarterback they don't trust. Then they're going to take risks. What does that mean? The, the, the defense, which was on the field all week against Pittsburgh, usually teams that play Pittsburgh lose the next week because they're beat up. It's a Tomlin style. They're beat up and playing in altitude. So give me the Broncos on the money line, uh, minus 125. Mm-hmm. I like the over 36. And we were 2-3-0 last week at second half lines. We're going to dial it up again. Give me the Broncos. Right? Denver second half line in altitude. Cash last week, oh, cash again this week. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I think so. I have the Browns plus a two. I agree over 36. I think I'm going to leave my pick the way it is, and we'll see who the lucky winner is. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We'll be Jim. I'll, I'll text Jim. Jim's always around. <laughs> Jim on this one. Yep. <laughs> we'll overload him. So we'll have him break the tie. Mm-hmm. Post it on Twitter. Nice. I think I might do the second half line too for Denver, though. Oh, nice. You went two out of three at sixty-six percent, fifty-two point five percent of break even, and you make profit on the game. Where Warren Buffett prop podcast did not lose any money. All right. It's the next game we're gonna get on. Sorry, had to regulate. Um. The Bills and the Eagles. Bills and the Eagles. The Bills have been a complete disaster. They have a new coordinator. Again, my dad's the minister. I'm not, but certain stories they got. One was this guy was fighting with demons in the Bible. He goes, In the name of Paul, I believe you. In the name of Jesus, I believe you. The demons go, We know who Jesus is. We know who the Apostle Paul is. Who are you? McDermott's trying to be Andy Reid, and he's not Andy Reid. Again, he's overloading himself. He's calling the plays on defense. Um, and he's not holding himself accountable. He's firing the shot for the coordinator for mistakes he's making. The special team guy put 12 people on He has a new coordinator, the Eagles and Howie Rosman. Howie Rosman is married to the game of football. Uh, in the divorce settlement, that's what was in there. They neglect of the wife and kids. He got married again, and the new wife understands that he's a workaholic, and she's not going to see him much there for this part of their game. He's married to the game of football. So the Eagles are very, very, very organized. It's not seems like it's kind of different. He's smart. He, you won't see him with papers. 
You saw them in papers in the Super Bowl. That's why I knew they were going to lose. But normally, you don't see him in papers. He's not overly involved in the game planning. He's having his coordinators do it to treat his lineup. They have more talent in coming off beating uh, Kansas City, at Kansas City. Uh, Bills have been a mess late on Sunday night. Points are kind of iffy. So I'm going to go with Philadelphia minus one seven. Because I could see Josh Allen scoring something late, backdoor cover. Uh, but for sure, because both teams are depleted in the season. So if you live in the past, you die in the past. So for sure, I think this game is going over uh, the 47 points. The average score in an NFL game is 45. The style of play these people have, uh, running it and kind of grinding it down a little bit. I see the game going over just because guys are going to quit in the second half, defensive linemen, uh, and two running quarterbacks. So when you have two running quarterbacks chasing after the quarterback, kind of depletes them. So late in the season, teams are wearing down. I like this to go over 47 points. Josh Allen's against Jalen Hurts. But give me the Eagles on the money line, minus 170. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I I think the um, – oh, hold on. Peter's being wonky. So I think the Eagles I, – I have the Eagles covering the uh, minus three, and my computer's frozen. Right, there we go. Okay. Eagles minus three um, on the money line. Um, Allen is horrible. Uh, <laughs> and the Eagles are doing really good. I mean, I think they're going to win this when they're home. Right. I, yeah. I have the under 48. So that can happen. So yeah. we'll have Jim break the time. Jim Coventry from Rotowire. Probably he's the national title winner in fantasy football. Uh, has great content. And we're lucky to have him as a friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll break the tie on them. Yeah. Lots. We'll break the tie on Sunday morning. We'll tweet out. I'll have it on the website as well for those people on the website. I don't have any episode notes for people uh, or just listen to the podcast on Podbean. We're the number mm-hmm. one split video podcast on Podbean. Over 13,000 downloads a month. <laughs> We're doing good. Thank you. Yes. All right. So, deadlocked on minus untold. You say. I say over 47, mm-hmm. you yes. say under 47. Yes. What's the next game? The Chiefs and the Raiders. Right. Chiefs and the Raiders. Chiefs are coming off a loss. Their offense doesn't look the same. Seems like he's holding back, especially from the division games. He lost the division game to uh, Sean Payne. But... Bills and uh, I mean the Chiefs and Andy Reid from the Andy Reid Mafia. 
fat ass Andy Reid, right? Life's, I mean, his home life's a mess, right? They say his wife doesn't really talk. She's one of the really afraid Mormon wives. Uh, one of his kids are dead. They committed suicide. The other kid, uh, because of the neglect, he was forced to hire him as a linebacker's coach and on the way to the Super Bowl in Tampa. This was a pound of cocaine. He had a pound of cocaine. He was drunk. He kills four people, high and drunk, on the way to the Super Bowl. He's now in jail for life. I digress. But that's why he's 90% in the Michigan games, because he only cares about his job. Not care about his family. Mm-hmm. Against uh, straight out Compton, Antonio Pierce, about my age. From Compton, uh, I was born around Lennox, around there, Newwood. At the same time, uh, he's, he says he's part of that culture. So he's bringing that tough guy culture, run and play defense type deal. That lends to for, for games to be under and for be, to be able to cover large spreads. So Andy Reid does not, he's like the protege from the Harbaugh Mafia. He does not cover large spreads in their offense. It's not been the same. And it's funny. Uh, Valdez Scantling went to my high school that I graduated Lincoln High. He also graduated from USF, University of South. And I went to high school with his dad. His dad's texting me. So the guy I know is the guy who drops freaking touchdowns to win. <laughs> the one guy I know from all these people are the one who drops a touchdown to win. People go crazy. Valdez Scanlon, uh, thanks for uh, following us. He's probably still uh, He's on Facebook. He's not on Instagram. Valdez Scanlon, love you. But I digress. Give me the Raiders plus a 10, under four. Yeah, um, I agree on that one, um, except there's one little issue. They're at 8.5 now. It is at 8.5? Yeah. Somebody's betting the Raiders. On uh, DraftKings. DraftKings. Uh, I still like him in the end. Yeah. It's over the touchdown. It's over the key. So your key numbers are 3, 7, 10, uh, 14, 17. So 10, right? It's double-digit talking. almost automatic. I should have mm-hmm. been right when it came out. I thought it was going to go even higher than that. If it would have won Monday night, if he would have caught that pass on Monday night, it would have been like 14. But he did. Right. Still plus eight. So Vegas is putting up that key number. So I'm going to be in business with Vegas. Vegas thinks the Raiders are going to pop. So give me the Raiders plus eight better now. So if you're listening to us on the live stream, if you're in a podcast about people alerts, get it down real quick on YouTube. Bet that right now. Before he gets down to that key number. Yes. Right. Yes. Raiders plus eight and a half. So I haven't bet it. I'll bet it right after the five. Plus eight and a half. I'll take it. Definitely under. Yes. Couldn't agree more. All right. So now, the charge report. You watch this. Oh. Oh. And dies with them. <laughs> Your. L.A. Charger report with Melissa. He gives me the report, and I'll pick the game. Yeah. Um, we're an embarrassment to the NFL. I'm just kidding. Um, it's crazy because 
Herbert has the same statistics. Well, I should say the team. They have the same statistics as the Ravens from last week, yet the Ravens are hold on. Scroll down. The, the, oh, the Ravens are eight and three, and the Chargers are four and six. How is that possible that we are performing the same as a higher level team, quote unquote? I have no idea. Um yeah. I I think I think the Chargers are gonna cover this game. Do I have faith that they're gonna win? I'm expecting them to lose every week at this point. But I'll still support them. <laughs> I'll still be cheering them on. Right. Uh, Brandon Staley's meltdown, his little hissy fit, tempered yeah. tantrum over the yeah. fans. We'll do a reaction on this video, short video. Yeah. And it'll lead to the pick and how the big Chargers game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for the guy. I, 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 I feel like he's embarrassed by his coaching skills. And he's getting agitated. He made a lot of life mistakes. We did. We talk about on uh, motivational Monday. Not that we know mm-hmm. anything about life. It's just no, certain mistakes. I know. It, here you are, some boy. Um, he mm-hmm. made a lot. And, and number one mistake is always know your surroundings. Yes. And he uh, did not adequately know his surroundings before he took that job. With the Greek mafia, sure. Mm-hmm. What that means is they're cheap. He's doing like fifteen jobs, which I've always found stressed out. He's calling plays on defense. But let's look at this video, and then we'll react to it. And give mm-hmm. you the winners. We can both make money watching this. <laughs> so number one, what are you looking? Looking down. His face is kind of red. When is his face not red after every week at this point? (laughs) We had plenty of opportunities today. I just didn't capitalize uh, on enough of them to to finish the game. And um, this is a tough one. We got to put it behind us. And uh, we got AFC games in front of us. And, you know, we got to put our focus to Baltimore. Yeah, we just um, we haven't found that rhythm consistently in the in the secondary. That's right now. I thought we did a really good job against the run in this game. Um, I thought we rushed well enough to win. We weren't able to turn them over, and um, just you know, there's these plays that um, you know that really hijack our rhythm passing game. All right, so that's where we got. Let's get into a few things, right? Hardcore mm-hmm. football, watching football. So when he talks about execution, it's what Kirby Smart called "what the fuck plays," right? So what the fuck plays are, we practice this a hundred times, you're a professional and you do it, they go in the game and they mess it up. So they go, what the fuck, man? So he's talking about execution, then doing it. Then yeah. not in a rhythm with defensive backs. That sounds kind of weird. That's his fault. He's the defensive-minded defense coordinator now. Again, yep. since he's a mafia-owned cheap team, he should be like Satriani with no papers walking around carefree. No, he's walking around with a lot of papers because he has 15 jobs. He's not only the head coach, he's also a defense coordinator, and he's calling the plays. Right? Mm-hmm. 
the focus, that's where it's been. So we get that solved consistently. You're going to continue to see results like today because there's a lot of good defense being played out there. Um, but then, you know, can't foul on third and 20. Can't cut people loose. Can't miss tackles. Um, and, you know, we just we got to play clean football. All right. So that third and 20 play, Melissa, I got a question. Some of these third and 20 plays, what is it that the NFL wants to start team to win so they're bailing that team's offense out, right? It's doing the old uh, illegal contact, five-yard penalty on third and 20, automatic first down. How much is it being pissed knowing that not all the games are completely on the Refs don't determine the outcome of the game, but they do bail some teams out with the toilet scale. What do you think about that, Melissa? Have yeah. Have seen that during games? Wait, say that last part again? Have, have you felt that and kind of seen that? Kind of felt kind of weird. Third and 20, and then the ref comes out. Or the home yep. Team. Yes. Says, uh, illegal contact. Mm-hmm. Five-year penalty, automatic first down. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've i noticed a lot on what the reps are doing. I've been keeping, you know, not keeping score, but, you know, paying, paying close attention. That's the words I want. Those are the words. Uh, paying close attention to the reps and how they're moving in towards, like, the end of the game when things aren't going a certain way, calling some bullshit calls, um, things that don't make sense over every little thing. Um Oh, but yeah, I've noticed that. Um, I've noticed that part. Yeah, so Tim Donahue in the NBA, we'll get into that too. Okay. Yeah. The whole, why are the refs in the NFL and NBA football with us? Yeah. You know, I, um, another thing that I noticed about this video of Staley, his mouth and his lips are very tight and closed, and like yeah. his jaw, it won't open up, and that's just sign of stress he's clenching his jaw he's he's tense he um he knows that he's not an nfl level coach <laughs> he's he's realizing it the he's feeling the stress but you know because he's one you know it's a defense coordinator with the rams and stuff but yeah. uh, as an administrator it's just awareness he, he doesn't he needed more people around, right? Mm-hmm. In the room, get the hell out. He needed someone to tell him, "Listen, this is what you're getting into. Maybe hire some old coaches for cheap. That'll help you fill slots." So mm-hmm. you yeah. And then he's looking down. He's yep. Yeah, he's um, he's not making eye contact with the people um, that he's talking to because right. he can't. Um, you can't when you're not being truthful. He's blaming a lot of stuff on people that shouldn't be blamed. In his um, shaming and blaming, he never shamed, mm-hmm. never blamed. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot here. Lot to learn, especially during Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> there's a um there's another good factor about this game though. Um so the Ravens are I did my research today on this game. Nice. The Ravens are eight and six uh, matchup versus the Chargers. 
four out of eight of those games were losses as visitors. So it's a 50-50 chance that this game can go either way. Got to play good fundamentals that are going to throw a pass that's going deep, also they're connected in coverage, and you have to play with good fundamentals and not grab the guy. That's as simple as that. And we know that the routes are going deep. You need to be connected with them, which is what we were, and um, can't reach a grab. Every week, every week we're talking about fundamentals. Every week we show them the officiating videos. Every week we're talking about it. And so all we can continue to do is emphasize it. And um, I know that our coaching staff's doing that. Um, I know that the message is getting across. Um, we're not getting the execution on the field. So now at this point, he's talking gibberish, right? Mm-hmm. As a business consultant managing, managing, if you're telling somebody to do something, right? So, so to know and not to do is not to know. If your employee is not doing what you're telling them to do, it could be a lot of factors. How does that person learn? Are they a visual learner? Are they a verbal learner? How are you communicating? What's, a, what's their culture? Blah, blah, blah. The answer is I am not communicating effectively. Now, you make a lot of money with what research? You make a lot of money with emotional control. Mm -hmm. Make a lot of money by not shaming and not blaming anyone. He mm -hmm. is talking gibberish because if you're telling this every week and they're not doing it, that's on you, brother. Exactly. Well enough. Not changing things out. You're not having a board. Sometimes I'll bring a board out. Communicate in different mm -hmm. ways. Sometimes I have to talk to people in slang. Some people I have to talk to people in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Some people have to be very formal with. Some people I can only write a nine-word email because they have dominant personality, they have ADHD, and you can only <laughs> process nine words. <laughs> yep. He's not doing yep. that, and he doesn't know how to do that. He can pay me to be uh, Melissa and I to be business consultant to teach us how to do that. We'll get his next mm -hmm. clip. So he's talking mm -hmm. to contradicting I have full confidence, like I, I told you, and like I told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as a play caller, in the way that we teach, and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in it. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? Mm. I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Mm -hmm. He's revealing to Melissa's point that he is not comfortable. On the first day, right, Melissa, some guy's telling you about money he has, this and that, or this and that, that, that kind of stories about this and that, bragging about this and that. You know, oh, this guy likes confidence. He has to overcompensate. <laughs> Talk about all this crap. Yes. They reveal their lack of he revealed his lack of getting mm -hmm. nasty with the reporter. Mm -hmm. Um 
weren't communicated uh, well enough in that situation. And All right, we go back to communicate. So you can fast for a moment. I'm here to talk to, to the fan base. I'm here to talk to my players, the locker room. I know that we give ourselves a chance to win every single one of the game. You never do that, right? Nope. Nope. Fan nope. Base. And I know I know one guy. Independently wealthy guy. He lives in Baltimore. He's been to every single Charger game for the last 20 years. Buys the sofa, he flies on the road. They're your customer. You never say that. But again, nope. he's revealing himself that he does not nope. give a shit about people. Does not give a shit about the fans. Nope. Right? Losing his bottom line. Yeah. yeah. We have done it here. You guys act like we've never played good defense. That's not the truth. It's not. Uh-huh. Act like we haven't get any improvements today in the run game. We played outstanding. We're rushing the quarterback. We got to do a better okay. job in the passing, game. and that's where our full attention you know, is. This work continue to be. There are a lot of other things that caused us to lose today. It certainly wasn't our defense. It was the way we played as a team. We didn't play well on, enough on the red zone on offense. We dropped too many passes. Okay, we gave up a few killer sacks. Okay, we did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there. Our team lost. And I am fully responsible for it. And I take full responsibility. So we lost this team today. And that's the story. <laughs> Somebody's feeling the heat. <laughs> sure. We, you know, we have made adjustments throughout the season. Um, it hasn't shown up exactly in a, um, you know, an impactful, you know, consistent way. Um, but we have made changes. We have made adjustments, and um, yeah. players know that. And we're going to continue to work on a little bit past halfway. You and, and, you know, we'll see what progress we make moving forward. Results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got a lot of good rushers over there, Jeff. So it's no pass. They've got a lot of good rushers over there. Thought we did a good enough job of protecting the passer today. But yeah. you know, the story for us, for us on offense was the way we played in the red zone. We moved the ball the whole day. Um, but we had a bunch of drops in the game um, that really um, inhibited our ability to score the football. And, uh, and again, a fumble, and that was the story. They had, they had one takeaway. We didn't. It happened, you know, in the red zone. Um, and I think, uh, you know, on offense, that was the story for us because we drove the football and moved the football well today. Well, you were also at training camp and you made a lot of big plays in training camp too. So you need to do, you know, your reporting justice because he had a really good training camp and he's improving as a player. He had a tough down there. We're going to keep going back to him. He's going to be an outstanding player. We love coaching him. And Justin's going to continue to go to him. And um, the more he plays, the more he's going to be able to knock down, you know, opportunities like that. I don't. Oh, the way he just walks out of there. Yeah. <laughs> probably get fired at the end of the year. Just for that, uh, he's up 27 points at Jacksonville. He lose that. You got to see with your eyes, right? He, he doesn't know how to call the defenses. With that being said, all these teams are 
So the next week at SoFi, he has built-in win. Um, his backup is against the wall. He'll probably come up with a really good game plan for them on defense. Flyers are going to go fired up. Oh, Thanksgiving. The Ravens are flying across the country. Mm-hmm. And what he said about the passing game is completely off. I watch all the Georgia games. The problem is the offensive line. That Herbert doesn't have that. When Herbert yes. has to throw, he is lights out. And I've seen him get mad, roll out. He's taken off with, with a broken finger, right? He's all mm-hmm. hard. And really, mm-hmm. the, maybe they have a few drops or whatever. But uh, Palmer has been lights out. Keenan Allen has been lights out. And the mm-hmm. offensive line functions well. Their offensive you know, the one thing he was saying that there were a lot of passes that were dropped that were missed. This is not. I guarantee you, ninety percent of those were to Quentin Johnston, Mister Butterfingers of that game, the rookie. You can't. I mean, he's obviously putting blame on that, but I mean, you throw to a rookie. What do you expect? He's he needs to have that experience. He needs to make those mistakes don't make him feel bad for it like that you know um a lot of people think that he's blaming Eckler um for the loss but Quentin there was a um, catch or a throw that could have been the winning catch um it could have been right to the touchdown zone and he dropped it Mr. Butterfingers um (laughs) so yes yeah and looking at it back the thing that jumped out at me was the whole the whole Kirby Smart what the fuck? Because I've seen it happen. Yep. You practice something, everybody practices it, and yep. the person can do it, but for some mental reason, mental health reason, maybe the person self-destructive because it deeply depressed or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't make the play. But he he even admitted to it. Failure to communicate. That's why communication mm-hmm. communicates so often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By communicating back, they win the game. So the answer is, I would have said, if I was the head coach, I would have said over and over, we need mm-hmm. to communicate better. We need to maybe have a different approach into how we communicate things to the players so we can get the results. Mm-hmm. The fans pay them good, hard money versus that exactly same, versus exactly. Same the fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of insight, mental health wise, mental health first kids and what not mm-hmm. to do. Uh, keep your emotional control with some family members or something crazy. Thanksgiving, you know, just relax. Don't talk yes. about the difficulties. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so the Chargers plus four. I like it over 46. Like, yeah, yes. plus, uh, well, if you can't pick the game, because it's the wrong team. If, well. I, if I were to bet on this game, that is what I would go for. Yeah. What's the last game you look at? Hopefully not another sleepy game. <laughs> the Bears and the Vikings. Unfortunately, that's what it looks like. I know. I know. <laughs> Just as you'll see him be there, but he's almost like a backup. So mm-hmm. I can do fun. Uh, Josh Dobbs is good. So I see the Vikings keeping this game under control. Mm-hmm. More of a money bike because really you can't trust the bike. But Bears are so bad. Yeah. Minus three. Money lines to cover, but what? It's um on DraftKings, it's one minus 162 for the Vikings. 
Okay, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Minus one sixty for Vic is not bad at all. Do that. Grass. A lot of people are going to be asleep after the holiday weekend. <laughs> um. Yeah. People are going to be asleep as they can under forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. So I love this week. A lot of money to be made. College will be back on Friday for college. Yes. A lot of that. And then on Sunday we'll tweet out all the picks, and then the consensus pick where we have Jim Hawkinson. Yes. Final words, Melissa. Thank you so much for helping me out on Thanksgiving week. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm here always. Um, final words. Happy holidays to everyone that celebrates. Um, cheers to those who are struggling because on the same boat. <laughs> uh, mentally, physically, whatever it may be. Um, just cheers to this week and football. <laughs> Been on both sides. Um, yes, yes. Family and friends left. Family and our prosperity. And I make it completely at the walk during the mm. Thanksgiving. So I've been on both sides. <laughs> yes, yes, so me too. <laughs> with you, we have great content. Look at our population on Mondays, mental health for safe kids, and we are your bedding Santa Claus. We give you free treats. <laughs> That's right. I, I paid the rent betting on games. <laughs> yep. So it's a skill good to have, and you learn things on many other levels, not just investing, uh, emotional control, uh, people with enormous amount of money making a lot of mistakes. So you can mm-hmm. measure that dichotomy. But one thing that's helped me survive to get to this point is when you give one, you get 10 back. It's not religious, yes. philosophy, it's not that we're being that. Nice guys do kill you, so we're not nice. We will kill you if you mess with any of our people. Nice. <laughs> the cops won't come back. But you'll put you in the desert and nobody will find you. It's but true, you get lost in the desert, so. <laughs> you give one, you get 10 back. And it's, yes. That's great. Into World War Three. World War II, Winston Churchill, who was like, this time, got us through by saying this. Part of what he said is this that really helped. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you do. Thank you for ge- for listening to the FBC Podcast Network. That's why this one don't cost $800 and that goes to us. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the word. That's why.